T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Uh, welcome to the program. Right now is the man, you know him, the legend, Monty Poole from NBC Sports Bay Area. Monty, what's up? Thank you for your time on this lovely Friday. Hey, guys. What's happening? Hey, I was telling everybody that would listen, I just appreciate, and I have always have, uh, Monty, your commentary. You keep it real. And I want to share something with you because I've had friends and family members say, hey, Daryl, you're being too hard on Draymond. And I'm not being hard. I'm just sharing with what, you know, sharing with the masses what I see. Monty, I want to ask you this about the defensive end uh, for this team. Am I wrong? Is it foul to think that my mind wanders back to that day and practice the punch between him and Poole, that, that that residue, whatever you want to call it, may have something to do with the, I want to call it lack of energy or the non-continuity that I'm seeing on the defensive end from the Warriors team-wide. Is that fair or foul? Uh, I think it's a little bit of a reach. Uh, and I say that because the problems that I see don't necessarily look like they are um, internal uh, dissension. Mm. It, it, at least for now, it looks more like a bunch of guys that are trying to figure out how to play with each other. And the veterans, meaning Steph, Draymond, and Clay, um, you know, at times they get a little frustrated. I can see that. Um, but I think... The other issue is that, I mean, what, what might be fair is that Jordan has really kind of been inconsistent. You know, he started off really cold, and he got warm. He was, he was really good for a few games, and then the last few games he's been off his game again. So I think that's something to watch. I don't know if I can be traced trace back to the, the punch, but uh, it's it, it could just be part of what he's going through in, in the season. It happens every season to everybody pretty much. So uh, it's hard to say that. I think after nine games it's hard to – reach any conclusions i really do um other than the fact that they need to be better in on defense as a team and individually and honestly i mean i can't think of anybody that look out that i look out there and say who is playing great defense even wiggins who's pretty good hasn't played at his at, at, as well as he can play draymond has been pretty good uh for the most part but again he can be better um looney's probably been the one guy that I could say okay looney is pretty much doing what he's supposed to do Everybody else, I think, can pick up their game a little bit. I mean, Draymond has picked up his offense. He's scoring more than he'd had in, in previous years, so that helps. But I think the main thing for this team is that they still got to figure out how they're going to close games and how they're going to set rotations. The rotations, as you can see, have not been set, and I think that may take a few more weeks before we get there. You know, what I see, Monty, is just a lack of urgency. I mean, and I think it kind of stems from the top. I don't – I just feel like Golden State seems like the kind of team where, you know, they've been there, they've done it, they've, they're all veterans. I mean, not all the players are veterans, but, you know, they're veterans of NBA wars. Steve, uh, Steve Kerr's been in the league forever. It's almost like they get to the regular season and, you know, they're like, all right, let's take the first 20, 25 games and kind of see what we got, see where everybody's at, and then we'll start to kind of tinker and make adjustments. Um, I view that as, as not having the same urgency, but how do you view that? I think there is some truth to that in terms of experimenting in the first, 
you know, six weeks of the four, six weeks of the season. I think there's some truth to that. Um, I don't know if it's by design or if it's just out of necessity. You know, when you have a different roster, uh, you got four or five guys that aren't here that were here last year. And it makes a difference. You got one guy in Wiseman who wasn't here last year, but here this year. So it's going to be a little choppy, I think. That's what I thought from the beginning. As much as they talked about their depth, I thought, you know what, it's going to take a little while for that depth to really kind of uh, find any sort of cohesion, any sort of rhythm. And clearly it hasn't. The urgency thing, they looked really good early yesterday in Orlando. You know, they were good early in, against Miami. And, and then in the late first quarter of both games, you know, they start giving it back. And that's, that's the second unit rotation issue right there. You know, the starters are doing well. The starting five is, as a group, when they're in there, it generally goes well. Um, but, you know, when the second unit comes in, you, you see issues. And that's because Jordan is off his game. Uh, Jamichael Green is not making shots at the rate he ex- is expected to. He's a 40% shooter, 39, 40% shooter uh, from three. And he's not making shots that you expect. Wiseman has been clearly on a learning curve <laughs> every game. I mean, he, for every good thing he does, he does two bad things. So that's where he is. Uh, and so uh, the weird thing is last night, I thought the one guy off the bench who kind of acquitted himself pretty well was Ty Jerome. Mm. I mean, he, he didn't play great, but he didn't go out there and he didn't say, oh, what is he doing? You know, he pretty much did what you want a guy to do coming off the bench. You know, make a shot or two, you know, get some playmaking done as a guard. And I think he's done that. But everyone else off the bench needs to pick up their games. And, again, I think that, come, that will come with time. Monty, just like the rest of Dub Nation, I'm really rooting for Kaminga and Wiseman, but I was telling uh, Larry with Wiseman over the offseason, I wanted to see him get stronger, and I think he added some weight, but when he's going up against, I don't want to say non-tall guys, because you know there's a lot of length in the NBA, but you know, shorter guys, I feel like he, you know, he demonstrates his, his advantages, but last night Orlando was big, and when you get in that traffic and you got long guys, I think he settled and, and, and shot just to shoot. And, you know, that feathery touch wasn't there. And he showed some aggression. He was mad. What, what are you seeing from the young fella? Uh, I see a guy that's trying to figure things out still. Um, you know, and I have to keep reminding people that, you know, he, he's played, I think, 40, let's see, 48 now NBA games in his career. Played three games in college. So, um, you know, he's not going to be what he is at age 21, 22. You know, I think when he gets another year or two, you get a pretty good look at what he's going to be. I think right now, all you see is a guy who runs the court really well, is long, and, and plays in spurts and, and in terms of being effective in spurts. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there are occasions where he's, he's out of position. There are occasions where he's not reading what, his, what the vets are doing. Like last night with Steph, uh, there are occasions where – he gets out, I don't want out muscled slash out hustled for rebounds, you know, which shouldn't happen. There were a couple of rebounds last night that that uh, he could have had or should have had and didn't. So, I mean, these are things that I think he understands. Um, and then one of his issues is that he's still kind of he does that head hanging thing. You know, when something goes wrong, he kind of mopes a little bit. Right. And you can't play basketball like that. You really can't. No, no question. And we all saw it. And his minutes have gone down. They played him 16 minutes a game in the first four games. He's playing about 10 minutes a game. He played 10 last night. Monty, let me ask you the question I threw to Guru, which is, if you know, Joe Lacob built this arena, and it's not just a great arena. It's this opulent palace, and it's unbelievably beautiful and, and very costly. If he, ha- if he could have one but not both, 
Would he rather have that fifth ring or a packed house for the next decade? Ooh. <laughs> That's what I said, Marty. It's a, it's a tough yeah. one because it's like it's like they got two different timelines here, and I think the the two different timelines they're open to it because there is some urgency to pack the house for a decade. But of course, the priority is almost always going to be the ring. You would think, but I don't know. How do you see it? Well, yeah, I, I, this is what I think. I mean, I think obviously he'd like to have both, but he has to pick one. I think he'll take the ring because I think. Another ring in the next year or two uh, gives, you know, that buys them currency for a packed house. I think as long as the Warriors are competitive and contenders, they will pack the house. If they get another ring, that authenticates their uh, status as a contender. Mm. So um, I think as long as, yeah, as long as they're good, I think the packed house will be there. I think he can pretty much bet on that. They have to be really bad for a long time before that happens. Remember the Warriors under Don Nelson years ago weren't great. They were good. Run TMC and all those... They were, but, but but you couldn't buy a seat. I mean, the Coliseum in Oakland was was packed every game because they were exciting and they were good. Um, or they were good but not great. They didn't make a real championship run. Uh, so I think if the Warriors, these Warriors are good, yeah, I, I think that will ensure a packed house for a long time because uh, we love basketball here. And really, where else are you going to go watch NBA basketball? Do you want to go to Sacramento? I don't think so. No doubt, Monty. We know you're busy, man. We appreciate the time. Have a good weekend. All right, fellas, take care. Thanks, Monty. Monty Poole, NBC Sports Bay Area. Yeah, you know. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.